On the last page of Masechta Rosh Hashanah, Daf Lamed Hey Amud Aleph, we learn the din of Rabbi Elazar that Olam Yasdir Adam Tfilato V'Achar Kachit Palel. A person should always organize his his davening, his prayers in his mind, and then he should daven after that. Amar Rabbi Abba Mistavra Milta De Rabbi Elazar Bivrachot Shel Rosh Hashanah V'Shel Yom Kippur V'Shel Prakim Aval D'Chol Hashanah Lo. Rabbi Abba says that makes sense particularly for Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, where we've got a very long davening, or if one doesn't daven very often. But the davening of every day, it shouldn't be necessary to do that. Uh, ask the Gemara Eni, is that, so, is that in fact so? Rav Yehuda, whenever he would daven, would be careful to organize his davening first. And the Ran says it's not only because of fluency and, and avoiding mistakes, it's also Shetahet Tfilato Nishma'at, that by pausing a moment before you start to davening and to daven and just understanding and clarifying in your mind what it is that you're about to do, that you're about to stand before Hashem and communicate with Him, talk to Him, plead with Him, uh, just doing that increases the, um, the chances and the way in which prayers are received. So it's not only about the accuracy of the of the davening; it's also about the quality of the davening. Answer the Gemara: Shani Rav Yehuda. Rav Yehuda is an exception. Kivan demitlatin yomin, litlatin yomin have a matzli kiprakim dami. Since Rav Yehuda only davened once a month, once every thirty days, uh, so he's considered as somebody who doesn't daven frequently, and therefore it's necessary for him to organize his davening. And why is it that the Rav Yehuda only davened once in in every thirty days? Two different opinions. The one is Rashi, that says the reason is because he spent 30 days reviewing Shas, reviewing everything he knew in Torah. And during those 30 days, while he was busy reviewing, he didn't stop for a moment, not to do anything. Uh, and that being the case, he was Osek uh, Mitzvah, he was busy doing a mitzvah, and therefore he was Patur Mena Mitzvah. He didn't have to do any other mitzvahs because he was totally engrossed the entire 30 days in doing that one mitzvah. The um, second reason that that is given is the uh, Ritva, and the Ritva says the reason is that he is Torato Umanuto, is one of these people who in Masech Tabrochus is considered somebody whose profession is learning, that's all they do. Uh, they don't work, they, their mind is nowhere else, their entire focus of attention is in their learning. And the difference between Rashi and, and the Ritva is that according to Rashi, there is the Chiyuv, there is the obligation to Davin. He's just Patur, he's free from that obligation because he's busy with his learning. But with somebody who's Turato Umanuto in those days, and today we don't have people who are in that category, but if somebody is, is theoretically Turato Umanuto, he's a different type of a person, he's a different type of a human being, a different type of a Jew, and therefore the mitzvah of Davin doesn't even apply to him. Uh, it's just as the same as if one is not a Kohen, the mitzvahs of Kahuna do not apply to one. So in this case, a Adam Manuto, the requirements, the halachot of tefillah don't even apply to him. And, uh, and that's why he didn't daven, except once in 30 days he davened to, to, to be part of the, of the tzibur, to be part of the, of the community. What's interesting here is not the facts and the details of davening once a month and, and can one or can't one or should one daven if one's learning and so on and so forth. That's not really the important thing that I want to share with you. What's important is the values, that when you're looking at prioritizing values, just notice how the learning of Torah takes so much precedence over tefillah, over davening. 
And we don't treat it that way. And this is an opportunity for us to realign our values to Torah and to be more accurate in, in our values. We generally treat davening much more seriously than learning. We won't miss a davening. We'll rush to be in time for davening. We'll search for a minion all over the place to be able to daven with a minion. We give a lot of attention, a lot of effort into, into our tefillot. And even if we're busy, we'll never say, oh, sorry, I didn't make davening yesterday. I, I had a meeting. Uh, or I wasn't able to be at davening. I wasn't able to daven yesterday. I had to, I had to go somewhere. Something happened. We don't do that. We always make sure that we daven. But we'll be ready to do that for learning. Sorry, I didn't learn yesterday. I didn't come to the shir yesterday. I didn't manage the daf yesterday. Whatever it is that I'm busy learning, uh, it won't be that difficult for us to simply make some kind of an excuse. We didn't because we were busy. And yet we see from Rav Yehuda that it's the other way around. That if there's a choice, if, if there's a trade-off, it's davening that gets trade-off, traded off, not learning Torah. Um, and, and we see often, we'll find even with the, the Matmonim Shir in the morning, you'll get people who come in and, and be putting on their tefillin while the Shir is going on so that they're ready for the davening, because davening is important. But what about, the, what about the Torah that is being learned? And if you understand the difference between Talmud Torah and tefillah, then it makes total sense, because tefillah and Torah is how the Jew communicates with Hashem. Jews are in conversation with God. That's what a Jew is. A Jew is in permanent conversation with Hashem. And conversations have two parts to them. A conversation is made up of speaking, and a conversation is made up of listening. And anybody who understands the art of conversation knows that listening is far more important than speaking. That the way you listen to somebody, and many therapists will tell you, that if husbands understood that, that listening was more important than talking, um, what a difference that could make, and how often one person just wants to be heard. They don't need you to speak. Even sometimes if a person tells you about a problem they're having, it doesn't mean they necessarily want you to offer the solution. They just want you to hear. They just want you to be in conversation with them. They just want you to connect with them. So we connect through conversation, but conversation is two ways, and listening is much more important than speaking. Speaking is tefillah. Torah is listening to Hashem speaking. So what's more important? And why when Hashem is speaking, there's a shir going on, we're busy learning. Somebody's busy davening and somebody's busy getting his tefillin on and getting ready while Hashem is speaking. The Torah is talking to us through the daf. The Torah is talking to us through the, 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 the blood of Gomorrah or through the shir that's taking place. We have the opportunity to hear Hashem communicating with us, talking to us, wanting to connect with us. And we're busy blabbing, we're busy talking uh, it, it's like when in conversation, you know how impossible those people are who never listen to you because they're too busy talking. And so we do that with Hashem so often. We're too busy davening, we don't learn. And it should be, if anything, the other way around. Of course, we have to do both. Conversation means we listen and we talk. We daven to Hashem and we listen to Hashem. But in terms of the value, learning how to listen and the amount of time we give to listening and the effort we give to listening, and that is Talmud Torah, that is learning, is far greater than we should be doing with davening. So with Rav Yehuda, he was just too busy to daven, too busy learning to daven, too busy listening to Hashem, to find the time to speak to Hashem, which he didn't regard as nearly as important as listening. And when we get into the mode of listening to Hashem, it's not just listening to him through the pages of the Talmud, through the pages of Gomorrah. When we get into the mode of listening to Hashem, we listen to him everywhere, all the time. We listen to him through other people. We listen to him through everything we read and notice. We listen to him through nature. We listen to him through the events of the world. There's hardly anything that we don't do or experience where we don't hear Hashem's voice 
if we're in listening mode, if we're silent and we allow ourselves to listen, but if we're busy talking or planning the next words we're going to say, then of course we don't have that opportunity to listen to Hashem and to connect to Hashem through listening and through Talmud Torah, the great privilege of being Jewish.